Hello, this is Danielle Savory, and you are listening to It's My Pleasure, episode number 157. In order for a woman to fully step into her power, it is essential to incorporate her pleasure, sexual, and beyond. In this podcast, I will teach you how to use your mind, tap into your body, and take action to creating the most orgasmic life. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 everyone. How are you doing? I'm so stoked to be with you here today. I have been super, super ill (laughs) and basically had to eliminate everything from my calendar for two full weeks. And that was really challenging, but I am back with you and I am so excited to share with you this podcast because I really, truly think that this and what I'm going to be sharing with you are the three essential things that you can come back to over and over again and take a look and find the nuances in it ask yourself, am I working on these three things in order to elevate your sexual experience? And I've talked about all of these before on the podcast, the three things that I'm going to be sharing with you today. But the reason that they're so fresh and on top of my mind, and I felt that it was necessary to revisit is because these are the three things that are at the basis of my coaching programs. And the group coaching program Tangled is being launched basically as you're listening to this, as you speak. And I want you to understand why I use these three things as the basis to help hundreds of women really experience more pleasure, prioritize their pleasure, be fueled by pleasure, have better sex, have better intimacy with their partner, all of those sorts of things. And that's exactly what we're going to be focusing on in Tangle. Now, you've heard me talk before about the group coaching program, Better Sex and 90 days, which is no longer. The reason that I stopped that is because I really wanted to pause that group program and to be able to thoroughly evaluate it, to really truly see what is working here. Why are all of these women getting results and how can I help them get more of those results within those three months that they're working with me in that group coaching program. And from that evaluation, because I've been working on that evaluation and really paying attention to all of the clients I've worked with this past year, that is what was born in Tangled. So there's a lot of similar elements to Better Sex in 90 Days. This is just better. (laughs) It simply is just simply a better program that is going to help you get from point A to point B quicker. And the reason for that is because I eliminated a lot of the fluff. The problem with, I think sometimes the amount of things that we know or the knowledge is that we want to share all the things that we know all of the time. And as a coach, I have been doing this now for almost a decade. And one of the things that has been really challenging for me as a coach is to like slim down and decide what is the essential thing that I'm trying to teach here? What is the essential ingredients and what does my client truly need to understand in order to get the result they want? Because sometimes it's like, I want to talk about all of the things. Like I have have so much, I could just sit here, as you know, I mean, it's been four years of the podcast and talk about this subject matter ad nauseum. 
But that doesn't mean you're going to get results. And the way that we get results in any area of our lives is to eliminate a lot of the things that are going to distract us and take us away and see what is the quickest way for me to get from point A to point B. What is the most effective way and what is the quickest way? Now, that doesn't always mean that it's quick, but I think a lot of times, especially in the self-growth or the self-healing or even in the coaching world, we can get distracted. We can get distracted really easy, like, oh my gosh, I have so much healing to do. Oh my gosh, I have to unpack this. I need to spend so much time with it. And that might be true. You might have some healing, but the way that we talk about it is it really allows us to be very indulgent in the healing journey and never actually make progress. And I want, if you work with me, I want you to make progress. And that's not in this like crass way, like we have to get there real quick, like military. I mean, you've listened to me before. I am one of the most compassionate coaches that you're going to find. It is never like this push, push, drive, drive, but it definitely is like, hey, let's stay focused and get you where you want to be. And what is slowing us down? What are the things that really need to be addressed and looked at? And what are some of the things that we don't need to spend a lot of time on because they're not actually going to help you grow? They're not actually going to move you forward. And even though your brain is telling you, you should probably spend some time here. Is that true? And the reason that I have learned so much about this is because I have learned that about myself in coaching myself and getting coached in my own self-growth journey is how often sometimes I can get distracted. I mean, hello, ADHD brain here, but how often I can get distracted on my own growing, like, oh my gosh, I really need to dive into this. I found this block. I really need to spend a lot of time. And all that really does is slow me down and doesn't actually serve me. It actually keeps me stuck for longer. Now, I'm not talking about some of the healing that we can do in the body, how we can meet our traumas, our past experiences. All of that is important, but how long we spend on it and what else we're focusing on in order to move us forward is what's going to determine whether or not we actually get to the place we want to be and have the ability to keep growing. So, That was a total rant, but that is really where this came from and why I'm so excited to offer Tangle, this group coaching program for you, because I know that it's going to get you to have that passion, like loving, flirtatious, and like just juicy, sexy relationship that you all want. That is what this is about. So the three things that really make up the framework of this coaching program is what I'm going to be talking about today and the things that I encourage all of my clients to come back to time and time again. Now, these three things, as you hear them, (laughs) you might be like, that's it. That's easy. I can do that in my sleep. Well, let me tell you, there's so many nuances and so many ways that we don't even see that we're not doing one, if not all three of these things well. So the first one that helps us become, well, let me just tell you all three and then we'll go into them more. But the trifecta of them, number one, have sex. Like have sex. We can't expect our sexual satisfaction to get to any kind of mind-blowing level if we're not having sex. 
Now I'm going to go into the nuances of that, but that's number one. Number two is getting out of your head and into your body. Again, if we want to experience more sexual satisfaction, we have to understand how to drop out of our head and into our embodied experience, into our felt sense and being able to actually feel sensual pleasure. And then the third thing that we want to do is we want to turn up our turn-ons and turn down our turn-offs. Now, this is the one that we could spend a lot of time on. This is the one that I continuously will spend time on because this is really what creates our erotic vessel. So let's go ahead and dive into each one of these. Now, number one is having sex. (laughs) This might seem obvious, but it's so funny to me how many of the women that I work with and they're like, oh, you know, this isn't working. I'm not feeling da da da. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, how many times did you try it? And they're like, once. <laughs> and I love them so dearly. And I'm giggling because I have done this myself. But it's so easy for us to forget that if we actually want something to get better, if we want to elevate our experience of something, we have to give it a try more than one time. We have to be willing to try this more. Now, let me define sex. I do not mean penetrative sex here, okay? Really what I like to call sex, and you've heard me define this before, is like a sexy session. Maybe it's even just like naked time and massage and cuddling time. Maybe it's, um, you know, foreplay or what we consider foreplay. It's oral sex. It's heavy petting. It's touching. It's using your fingers. It's using toys. And then there can also be, you know, this penis and vagina sex or penetrative sex, whatever that means for you. Okay. So let's broaden our idea of sex here and really understand that the frequency is really important so that you can assess what is working and not working. And So one of the things that I find is most often happening is we're simply just not having it, right? This is part of the thing that we talk about desire and being in the mood and all of that. We haven't really committed to whether it's putting it on the schedule or doing it a certain amount of times a week or whatever it might be. We haven't fully committed to actually making it part of our regular everyday weekly experience. Now, I'm not going to tell you the frequency that you need to have, but understand that the more sex that you have, the more of these sexy sessions you have, the quicker you're going to be able to understand your body more, understand your person more, creating that safety, all of these other things. So the frequency is important. I would say at least once a week, right? And understand Again, when you're really looking at how how quick do I want to make progress, what do I really want to learn here, then even once a week might not be enough for you. It just depends on what your kind of aspirations are and where you are. Okay, so I think once a week is a really good standard for most couples. And then you can add from there once you develop that habit. The other thing, again, about having the sex is not just that we're not having it enough to make it better or to learn from it or to practice from it, but we are doing it from a place that doesn't feel good in our bodies. You're having sex out of a should or an obligation or 
I'm just going along with it. It can be like more of a neutral feeling, a should, which is kind of more of a pressury feeling, an obligation, which is almost from a place of guilt. All of these places aren't going to allow you for you to really understand the elements that are at play here for you to elevate your sexual experience. So there is this caveat with having sex and this being number one thing is to ask yourself, not only am I having it so that I can learn, so that I can practice, so that I can make it better, but what is the place that I'm having it from? Sex is one of those things that's different than creating other habits. Like if I want to be a marathon runner and I go out for runs all of the time, I could be in a really shitty mood and still be able to run. I might actually run better, to be honest. But when it comes to sex and we're going to, you know, have this connection, this intimate connection between ourselves or with our partners, it is important to understand what is motivating us because that is going to take a different type of body to the experience. If you are going into having this intimate connection from a place of like, well, my partner asked and it's been three days and I know they're getting kind of antsy and I don't want to let them down. Can you feel how that impacts your body? It feels heavy. It feels pressury. And if you go into having an experience, an embodied experience, aiming at like having more pleasure, this is not a hospitable environment for pleasure to plant and grow. Pleasure is going to be a lot harder. You're going to notice that it's really hard to get aroused. You're going to notice that it's really hard to be into your body, that it's hard to amplify that arousal to the orgasmic outcomes that you ultimately want. So it's not just having sex and being like, well, guess I got to do it or oops, it's on the calendar. I feel all this pressure. No, 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 no. This is yes, have sex, but check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself life, okay? <laughs> Your sex life. So you want to pay attention. Like, what am I going into this experience of? Am I open? Now, you don't have to be like so eager, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm just like dripping with desire. That might be your aim and where you want to get, but that doesn't mean you're starting there. We at least want to start more neutral. Okay, we at least want to start at a place that's more neutral and you're feeling relaxed and calm and open and willing as opposed to feeling pressure or should or guilt or any of these other things that we oftentimes feel when we're entering into that sexual connection. And there's a number of ways that I help my clients and what we'll be talking about in the group coaching program that can help you not only make the frequency of your sex, you know, higher so that you can learn, so that you can practice, but also is going to help you get to the place where it feels like a hell yes in your body. Because again, we're not trying to shit on you. We're not trying to make this out of pressure or obligation. We are creating this environment for your body. And that is one of the main things when you work with me in this group coaching program, the skill that you're going to develop is how to have sex Have it at the frequency that you want and have it from a place that's like, yes, please, I want this, not "Mm, I probably should. 
Okay. So the reason I've basically said the reason it's so important to have sex, but I really also want you to think like, number one, practice makes pleasure. If we are not practicing, we can't learn about our bodies. We can't learn about when our mind wanders. We can't learn about how to speak up. We can't learn about creating safety. We can't learn about how to notice when arousal is happening and then have the ability to amplify it. Okay. So you need to be having it in order to gather some data so that you can make it better the next time. So that's the main reason it's really important to have it is so that you know what you're working with and know the tweaks that are important for you personally at an individual level to make in order to make it better the next time. This is exactly, uh, my clients do this thing called sex assessments and they send in these like you know, assessments of a session. They're like, okay, this is what was going on. This is what was happening before. This is what I noticed. And then I individually go through it with a fine tooth comb and help them see exactly the ways that their body started getting turned off and the ways that they can turn it back on so that the next time they go into a sexy session, they know exactly what they're working on and what they're focusing on. The other reason that it's really important for us to have sex in order for it to be more sexually satisfying is because it creates momentum with a new habit. When we have momentum with a new habit, it's just simply easier to keep going. That voice of resistance that's like, oh, I'm too tired and I just have so much on my plate or I'd rather work on my business or, you know, that Netflix show that I'm binging is just so good. I really want to do that. All of that voice gets a lot quieter when you are in a place of momentum. Plus, you're going to start seeing progress really quickly. Usually my clients see progress within like one or two sessions and that's exciting and that feels good. And they see how like the clear path forward of how it's going to get better. And they're literally excited to jump back in the sack and give it a go again. So understanding that this momentum is going to help fuel your motivation and keep you moving forward. And then the last thing that it really helps you do is it creates a different sexual self-concept for you. It allows you to start seeing yourself as a woman who prioritizes her pleasure, who is fueled by her pleasure, who is able to lean into it, who understands her sexuality, who has this beautiful relationship with her body, who has this passionate relationship with her partner. And that feels really good, friends. When you start developing this turned on woman concept about yourself, you're going to be so much more apt to being able to expand your orgasmic capacity. Okay, now let's talk about number two, getting out of your head and into your body. Okay, (laughs) you've probably heard me talk about this already a hundred times on the podcast. And again, I'm going to come back to it over and over again because us in the modern day as human beings, and especially as women, we're living so disconnected from the neck down, okay? And especially disconnected from the waist down, okay? (laughs) So if you want your sexual experience to be better, then we want to be intimately connected to what we are experiencing in our body. That felt sense, meaning your perception and your ability to be able to experience sensation happening in your body. 
Now, we're disconnected for a number of different reasons, right? A lot of us start becoming disconnected from our body from a very young age because it's a protective mechanism. You know, if we're experiencing any sort of trauma, if we're experiencing unsafe situations in our life, if we're experiencing circumstances in our life at a young age that don't feel safe to really be in our body, this is when the disconnect can start happening. And when this disconnect starts happening, it's not like all of a sudden you get older and you're like, okay, well, circumstances have changed. I'm safe now. And you just automatically start going back in your body. Now it's become this habit. We spend this habit. We're spending more time in our heads than in our bodies. And so it actually is a skill that we have to learn how to develop and learn how to like turn our attention of our brain towards what we are feeling. Plus, the brain doesn't always like to be in the body because it's really afraid of what it's going to feel. Even though we have so many pleasurable, amazing, like really juicy experiences that happen, when you have something like stress, like not even a big thing, like we can talk about like the big things like grief, like that's really scary, right? For the brain, it's really scary to feel that. We feel like it's going to be all consuming. It's like this big black hole that's just going to suck us in and we're never going to get out. But just from the day to day, even stress, anxiety, frustration, irritation, we tend to like process or hang out with these emotions, mostly in our head you know, continuously spinning them. And it's not that you're not aware of how it's feeling in your body, but we're not really being immersed in the experience, the somatic experience, which is really what is happening in the body. Again, that felt sense, that felt sensation of what's going on in the body because the brain's like, um, yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. I'm good. I'm actually just going to keep worrying because that feels more productive than hanging out with the stress that we're already feeling. So your brain is literally being a gatekeeper for you and be like, "Uh, uh, uh, we're not going there. We have more important things to do. So it disconnects you from your felt sense because it's afraid of what it's going to feel. So, you know, in like so much of the foundational work that we do is creating safety in your body so that you can reside in it and be able to not only experience all the juicy, amazing pleasure, but not be so afraid to feel stress, to feel frustration, to feel irritation, to feel anger, and being able to actually relate to these in a compassionate and loving way and in a courageous way that allows you to process these feelings to begin with. So we have to get out of our head. We have to be in our body and our felt sense. Now, not only are we just disconnected because of modern living and the way that we're going, but we're also disconnected because we do this thing called spectatoring during sex. We're thinking about what our body looks like. We're worried about what our partner's thinking. We're thinking we're taking too long. Maybe you're worried about an email you forgot to send. Maybe you forgot, you know, about all of your to-do lists for tomorrow and your brain is like thinking about that. There's so many things that can happen that can distract us plus spectating the sex that you're having and being like, I don't know if this is really good. Do they really like that? Should I speak up? Shouldn't I? And it can totally set a tone 
to your experience that takes you away from the actual experience. So being immersed in your body during your sexy time is crucial for you being able to elevate your experience. When you can be with a pleasurable sensation, when you can stay with that pleasurable sensation, then you actually have the ability to work with it, to grow on it. Not only that, over time, the more you are in your body, the more connected you are with your body over time, you actually kind of grow the embodiment muscle, we'll say. You grow the ability to feel more sensation. So you often hear me talk about, you know, you can increase your sensation. I see this all the time. Women increasing their sensation of their vulva. Is that because you know, like they have all of a sudden a new vulva? No, it's because they've trained their mind to be able to pick up on what's happening with these nerve endings in your genitals. And that grows and you can grow on that. And what happens is you actually, because you're working with it more, you can sensitize these nerve endings and experience more pleasure, which is really great. Plus, the more we feast our brain on what feels good, the more you're going to develop that trait in your head. So it's like literally training your brain to be more hardwired for the good, the joy, the delight, the happiness, the connection, and the pleasure because you're allowing your brain to be in your body and absorb these kind of experiences to begin with. Okay, now the third one to helping you elevate your sexual satisfaction is to be able to turn down the turn-offs and amplify those turn-ons. Now, this is in a variety of ways. So when most people hear me say turn-ons or turn-offs, they're thinking about like the way that their partner talks to them or, you know, a particular scent that they might have in their bedroom. Now, these can be it, but this is much more nuanced and complex not in a negative way, complex, that there's so many things that are consistently turning us off that we're not even aware of. So think of this more of like environmentally turnoffs, partner-wise turnoffs, what's going on in your mind, thoughts. Thoughts are one of the biggest places you can be turned off is what your mind is focusing on. You can feel turned off because of a habitual nervous system reaction to something that's going on or something that was going on in the day. So all of these things add up. Now, that might sound overwhelming, and I don't want you to think it's overwhelming. I actually think it's amazing news. I love the fact that I'm constantly uncovering another turn off because that's an opportunity for me to eliminate that turn off so that I can experience more delicious delight, okay? So the reason that it's important for us to think about all of these different ways that we get turned off is because it's like, oh my gosh, like my orgasmic capacity is actually endless because I'm consistently uncovering these different ways. Now, when you work with me and when you're working with me entangled, we're just gonna take one at a time. We're just going to pay attention to one or two or like something a couple at a time that you're going to start working on. And it only takes one. You don't have to do all of them in order for you to experience better sex. You could just change one turn off and experience a completely different sexual level of satisfaction. 
think of it this way. I like to think of your sexual satisfaction and your pleasure as like a garden hose, okay? So your turn-ons are literally how much water you're turning on into the hose, okay? So the more turn-ons you have, the more that you're able to, you know, whether it's mental turn-ons, whether it's physical turn-ons, whether it's environmental turn-ons, partner turn-ons, the more you start to understand your unique turn-ons, that is more water in the faucet. The more water that comes out the end of the hose is the experience like your orgasmic or your pleasurable experience you're having. Now, what happens is we have turn-offs. We have multiple things that can turn us off, distract us, take us out of our body, take us away from the experience. And I want you to think of these like holes in your hose, okay, or kinks in the hose. They're things that are slowing down the flow of your water or they're taking some of that water away. So if you have a bunch of holes, you know, maybe it's things that you grew up, the way that you were brought up thinking about sex, the way that you're looking at your body and you your, your overall body uh, image. You know, it could be worrying that the kids are going to walk in. It could be because your room is a mess and that's really distracting. It could be because you're cold. It could be because your partner is saying the wrong thing and you're really annoyed. It could be because you're, t- you think you're taking too long. Okay. So all of these, it's not that you can't still have water flow out the end. You could still have pleasure. You could still have an orgasm, but it's going to be probably a little less because you have all of these holes throughout your hose that are just leaking (laughs) and they're taking away from your pleasurable experience. So the process comes in and identifying where these kinks, where these holes are so that we can work on patching them up And at the same time, turning that faucet on so we have a good flow of water. We have a good flow of those turn-ons that are going to take you to a more pleasurable experience. This is my favorite, favorite part about coaching women on sexual pleasure is because there is a like unlimited amount of turnoffs. And because I've coached hundreds and hundreds of women through so many different like sex assessments or conversations or coaching, you know, sessions, I can quickly identify them. (laughs) I'm like, yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. And the quicker that we can identify those, which is really catapulted and elevated in a group setting, because you might hear another woman say something and you're like, oh my God, me too. I had no idea that was distracting, but that's so me. And that's why I am such an advocate for group coaching, especially around sexuality, because we get to learn from each other. We get to share experiences that you can learn from, and then everybody grows at a quicker rate. So again, to summarize, these are the three things that we're consistently coming back to. Having sex, seeing why you aren't in the first place, helping yourself have more frequent sex, and making sure that it's not coming out of a place of pressure, obligation, or should. Number two, getting out of your head and into your body, creating a safe enough environment so that you can reside in your body in a relaxed way and you can relate to the sensations so that you can amplify that pleasure. It's also developing the skill of being in your body, which I take you step by step through 
in the Tangled Group Coaching Program or anytime you coach with me. This is a main skill that we work on. And then number three, what you want to be focusing on and working on is what are my turn-ons? How can I turn those on more? How can I make those more available to me when it comes to a sexy time? And I want to start identifying my turns offs, things that are going on in my environment, things that are going on in my body, things that are going on with my nervous system, things that are going on with my mind. And the more that we can start identifying our unique individual turn offs and patching those up and redirecting them to our turn ons, I promise you, woman, you are going to be having incredible mind blowing sex. As always, it's been my absolute pleasure to share with you the trifecta of sexual satisfaction here on It's My Pleasure. And I encourage all of you, if you are truly ready to do this work and do it in the most fun and powerful and safe community of women who are all aiming to claim their sexual satisfaction and really own it and lean into this part of you and make your partnership that juicy connection again, I encourage you to check out Tangle. Join now. We are getting started very soon and I can't wait to take another incredible group of women through this most transformational and powerful process. Go ahead and check it out at daniellesavory.com slash tangled. Again, that's daniellesavory.com slash tangled. Can't wait to see you there. Take care. Take care.